0: hello and welcome to this week's episode of breaching extinction this week i chatted with erica page one of the hosts of the ocean lovers podcast she's also a naturalist and fellow ocean lover hence the name of her podcast ocean lovers definitely give that podcast a listen Um, but this week we are chatting about some of the different intersectionalities in the field and the role that gender plays within this field so i hope you guys enjoy it
1: good how
0: are you i'm good Uh, awesome so um i've got erica here with me this week she is from the ocean lovers podcast again um and (laughs) we're gonna be talking about kind of some of the intersectionalities in environmentalism and we're kind of focusing on women's issues this week how are you i'm good how are
1: you i'm excited to do
0: another podcast with you yes me too so excited i'm doing well um but yeah no i it was really fun talking to you and christy i went back and like Listened to it when Sweet like posted it, and I was like, Oh my god, I interrupted them so many times, but then I think she said you guys had some sort of audio thing. I was like, Oh my gosh, I feel like the worst person ever.
1: We did, definitely did not notice it, and it probably just sounded like that in the recording, because yes. sometimes I've noticed that, too. It feels like me and Kirstie are always interrupting each other, but it's just because there's a little delay. A little so delay in the audio. No
0: worries. <laughs> yes, but I'm super stoked. I love, like, both of you guys' energy. You guys are both, like, super peppy and excited about, like, wildlife and life, and I just love that. Yeah. So yeah, super okay, excited to have you back.
1: Giggly girls. Oh, yeah, Talking about ocean stuff.
0: For sure. How's the the podcast been going?
1: it's good we took a little bit of time off over quarantine just because the world was getting a little crazy and we just needed a couple breaths so we took a break and then we posted a few episodes since we kind of got back into it but we haven't really gotten back fully like in the swing of things yet we are just kind of I don't know I think just once you take some time off you get a little bit lazy and it's hard to get back in and be as disciplined about it yeah but but we actually have, we're recording tomorrow, so we are going to have a fun episode tomorrow.
0: Exciting. So exciting. Yeah. I think Christy's going to be in town next week, like, in Monterey, and so I'm trying to schedule, like, a time to, like, meet her for, like, a social distance drink or something like that, which I'm super yes, excited. she had
1: mentioned that she was, I think she was in Monterey yeah, this past weekend, and then I think she's going back um oh I think it's because I I don't want to hopefully our podcast comes out <laughs> before this because I don't want to ruin her cool story but yes. she told me briefly today she's gonna be going on a whale watch um I think on Monterey Bay whale watch with Ted Cheeseman from Happy Whale
0: amazing
1: she's gonna meet Ted Cheeseman and she, I'm like please get him on the podcast that
0: would be amazing
1: <laughs> yeah
0: that's awesome is he just like on there or is he like leading the trip or I
1: think he's leading it Yeah. amazing yeah, doing the narrations
0: and everything, which would be really fascinating coming from him. Absolutely. Kind of yeah, that's super awesome. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Nice.
1: I can't wait to hear about her trip.
0: Yes, me too. I'll have to, like, tune in for that and, yeah. like, yeah. hear about what she has to say about it on the podcast. But that's super awesome. Yeah. Damn. Cool. So we can just, like, dive into it. Um. But, yeah, so um we are both women obviously um and like this is like i don't know at least for me it's kind of uncomfortable to talk about like social justice issues that impact me personally like i have zero issues talking about like black lives matter or like trans rights or people with disabilities or like any other minority group like no problems easy like willing to back them up but then when it comes to like women's issues and like queer issues sometimes i'm like like, I just feel complainy, but, like, we're just gonna, we're just gonna get over that real quick and talk about, like, women's issues. So, like, obviously, being a woman in the field of science or in, like, a very male-dominated, you know, science field is different and it's challenging. It can be very difficult, um, but the experience is just different. And so, kind of, I think our goal in this is to... um articulate that to people so that they better understand it, not in a way of like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to shame men because I feel like, you know, as as problematic as as a lot of men can be, I don't think that Mm -hmm. that's effective to just be like, hey, you suck, like it doesn't work. Um, And just like to bring things up so that people can create a more inclusive workspace because I think ultimately most people do want to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. But it definitely is different for women than men. And I know when I talked to Natalie Mastic who – is a university up at UW. She also leads, like, the Women in Marine Mammal Science um, group, and she mm-hmm. said that um, there's a higher number of women that enter the field, but there's a low retention number, so women don't stick around. Um, yeah. I'm
1: not so, I'm not shocked by that.
0: Yeah, no. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, and I have some stats that I pulled from the most recent episode of the whale watcher which is volume 33 number one this is the journal of american Citation society um and there still is like a wage gap so i'm just going to like read a couple statistics that are like they have in here so women are still making 82 cents to the dollar um there's an 11 percent wage gap and oftentimes like what we see i think one of the reasons that we have this like you know, um, decrease in retention is that women have reported facing discrimination, being underestimated and working harder for less credit. So 29% of students like female students um, identified thoughts of being discriminated upon in their degree field. And then we've also seen that male PhD students spend less time engaging with their research, but are more likely to be listed as authors by 15%. So that's fairly significant. And you know there's several other statistics in here saying that like women face a lot of like sexual harassment they feel underrepresented and often their work is seen as less than or they receive less awards than males do which i personally have like seen and experienced and i like as uncomfortable as it is to talk about like given that the marine mammal science field in particular is so, like, dominated by women when we come in. I think it's important that we try to keep these people because they're not sticking around. Mm -hmm. Um, But have you, like, what has your experience been like as a woman in the marine mammal science field?
1: You know, I do have to say, of course, I've experienced um, hardships over it, and there's been a lot of times where I do have to work twice as hard to be recognized, um, I have had great experiences as well, and I've had. I feel fortunate that I feel like other women have probably suffered in the field a lot more than I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I honestly, I think one instance of discrimination is too much discrimination. Which mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that even like I have experienced discrimination, but overall, I've worked for female-owned companies, and I have female captains, and mm-hmm. I have amazing female influences to look up to and that have been really successful in the field and um that's really inspiring but I would love to know what their challenges were to even get to where they are too because there's no denying that it is a male-dominated industry just the maritime industry Mm -hmm. um let alone the stem you know industry I'm well you know many industries yes um but yeah I definitely have had some challenges but overall I do feel extremely lucky that I've also had some really 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 great
0: experiences absolutely yeah and I think that definitely makes a difference like I've personally noticed too in um times when I'm like In um, situations where women are, like, running things or they head things, I definitely have way different experiences than when men are running things. And, like, I mean, obviously there's different walks of life. And, you know, you're going to have a different experience based on whoever is running that. But it's a matter of, like, still keeping it inclusive to everyone and, like, making it welcoming. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, I definitely, like, I I would say that I have personally... Face, like a fair amount of discrimination from men. Like, I face like sexual harassment and like men just like saying things to me. Like, the current position that I'm in, like, I remember one of the first people that I told um, told me that like the only reason I got it is because my boss wanted to sleep with me and then asked me what my qualifications were. And like, this was from someone who was like still a college student, like, comes from an immense amount of like financial privilege, like, is a man, obviously. And, like, you know, as somebody that comes from poverty who's, like, a woman and, like, a queer person, I've faced a lot of things. And, like, I, I'm never, like, wanting to, like, play the victim or anything like that. But those definitely have played a role in, like, the difficulty that it's taken to get here. Um, and, like, it's just, like, I don't, like, let that stuff get to me and I don't let it bother me because I know that it's not true. Like, I know that I'm absolutely qualified and I wouldn't have gotten the job if I didn't. And I know that I've worked really hard, but it's, like that's not something that's like acceptable and that's not something I don't think I would ever tell another person either, you know?
1: 100%. Yeah. It's totally discrediting you for everything that you've worked so hard on. And they would never say that to a man. No. Ever. Even if it was a woman. Yeah. Like, okay. I have kind of a similar story of just completely being discredited. Mm-hmm. Um, this happened recently, like mm-hmm. within the last month. Oh no. I was at work and I was answering calls and stuff with people calling the whale watch and whatever. And one guy called and he asked me a fishing question and I gave him the exact right answer. Mm -hmm. And when I gave him that answer, he goes, can you go ask somebody that knows what? And I was like, okay. And I put him on hold and I literally did go and ask my male colleague, gave me the exact same answer. And I went back on the phone and I was like, he said, it's blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I couldn't believe, like, because I have a female voice, like, because you were on a phone, so, like, oh, my God, it was just, yeah, and that's, unfortunately, like, that's, I'm not, like, one in a million, like, that happens No,
0: that happens all the time, and, like, to so many women, and so many women experience, like, a, a wide variety of things, whether it's, like, sexual harassment just straight up being told like oh like you don't know it like i mean you weren't told that but like you were you know it
1: was insinuated
0: it was absolutely like can you go ask somebody who
1: knows it's like what i do know (laughs) like i feel like
0: i work here like absurd it's ridiculous um and you know i understand too like i do like i want to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and like you know everyone has their own experiences and i feel like you know, cis white men are often, in this day and age, it can feel like they're under attack. And, like, I don't want to do that, and, like, I want to be fair to them. And I do understand that, like, culturally men have been taught that, like, they have to be, like, the best, and they have to be breadwinners, and, like, to be, like, manly in a sense. Like, a woman's womanhood determines their manhood, if that makes sense. Like, Mm. a woman's qualifications somehow impacts whether a man is good enough or not and so i think that that definitely plays a role into it and like opening up that conversation of like okay like it's not just like men being because that they want to be like this didn't come from nowhere you know um it's
1: a bigger issue than just individually
0: yeah but i think we can fight it individually and like i do think that like you know this is something that is a little bit more like it can be more generational, but, like, the person that made that comment to me was in his 20s, like, and I'm, like, really, like, as, like, a millennial, like, Gen Z type person, I would expect a little bit more, Um, Mm -hmm. but, you know, and, like, I've, like, when I've gone back and and thought about, like, people who have had an impact, like, a significant impact on saying something to me in the steps of my career, whether it be positive or negative, I feel like I have women that back me up and boost me and tell me like you can do this like you know i remember when i decided that i wanted to do science it was like my professor janine lessman who was like she's like you're out there kicking (laughs) you've got this and like janine lessman is like a hardcore like like mangrove woman like she's like she's on top of it she's like a very hardcore scientist and so for her to say something like that to me just like i was totally elated and i was like i can do this like Janine Lesman says I can do it so I can do it but then oh. like you know you hear those other things too that are like not so great and I was thinking about it I was like the only times that I've heard people say that like I can't do something or that I'm not qualified it's always like men and yeah so it's like it definitely is I don't think it's acceptable I feel like we need to find some sort of dialogue and like you know what ways can we like hold these people accountable while also like maintaining professionalism and like boundaries and respect
1: Mm-hmm. yeah totally um and kind of in a way like we shouldn't it I was gonna say it's kind of like how we respond in yes. situations like that too but it should not be our responsibility Mm-mm. to have to think about how to respond to like teach them a lesson it's
0: like we're not here to
1: teach you a lesson we're here to live our lives and not be caused extra problems
0: by you <laughs> yeah like you know a a person no matter what their gender sexual racial orientation is like no matter what they should be able to walk into a room and be able to do the job that they trained and worked hard to do despite like you know what that is and like I totally agree with you it's like you know we do the way that we respond to things does make a difference but I feel like you know it's not our responsibility and that kind of goes with like that culture that we see kind of like where women are taught like how not to be assaulted by men like as opposed to teaching men not to assault women you know um and it's like you know we obviously like people are going to make mistakes and as we're going through large like cultural changes and shifts you know I do think that we need to be patient like you know I have like you know I'm totally fine with being patient with like men who are trying or like people who have mm-hmm. had some sort of like background in not being so inclusive if they are, if they're trying, but like, you need to try is the thing. And like, it's just really frustrating as like a minority type person or like somebody who's not, cause I guess women aren't a minority if there's, if we're half of the population, but like as a marginalized group to feel responsible for, um, responding in a certain way to the people who are causing the problem.
1: Yeah, and it could be said, you know, for people of color as well, especially mm-hmm. in the Black Lives Matter, like, black people are not responsible to teach us how to not no. be sexist. yeah. You know, and it's kind of similar. It's like, we women shouldn't be responsible for having to teach men not to be sexist towards us.
0: Absolutely. And, yeah. like, you know, one of the things too is like that i find like with the black lives matter movement because that doesn't like impact me directly is that like you know for me how i choose to support that is by like reading on like you know reading up on experiences of black people and watching films and like you know educating myself because like i absolutely know that it is not it, that does not fall onto them they already have enough to worry about like mm-hmm. you know they're the ones that are trying to fight off like so many different issues and so like you can't add that responsibility in there as well yeah. and i i do think we're coming into a better world because i feel like this is like not even a conversation that could have been had maybe like 10 years ago or 20 years ago mm-hmm. and when i was like reading about like you know different experiences like that other women scientists have had in the whale watcher like you know they had talked about um a lot of different experiences but kind of knowing that you're going to get for saying something but like still doing it and still pursuing your goals despite that and like not falling mm-hmm. um into that trap of like letting the person oppress you in a sense
1: yeah speaking out about it is i mean take of taking your power back
0: in a way absolutely yeah and i like um there was one article that i read in here um and it was lisa balance and she had said that like she was giving like advice about you know people that are coming into this field and what they should do and like at the end of it she was like the world needs you and i think that's what it boils down to is if we continue to only create space for like cisgendered white men like we have such a limited perspective because there's so many different walks of life and like this field will only benefit from more women more people of color more queer people more disabled people like you know how many different perspectives can you get from that like and with science Mm -hmm. we want to see the whole picture so it's like you know kind of gaining that perspective
1: yeah definitely I
0: totally agree with that I mean diversity is the spice of life right that's right (laughs) (laughs) Um, so like as a woman, like what would you, like, I mean, you said that you feel very fortunate and it sounds like these aren't really issues that you have encountered maybe as much as like other women, but still Mm -hmm. once is enough. What would make you personally like feel more comfortable or what would you want like men to know, um, who are in this field if they weren't to make it more like inclusive for women? Um,
1: I guess a good start is to honestly just like treat us like you're equal And there's no reason that you need to treat us like we're below you because Mm -hmm. that is a common theme that I've encountered Mm -hmm. is just not being looked at as your equal. It's like, that's what I kind of meant about having to work twice as hard for the same recognition as, as a man in my same position. Mm -hmm. That's unfortunate. So I guess, yeah, the first step would just to be like, (laughs) maybe just change your mindset and just kind of,
0: I don't know. Don't, don't, do you agree? Yeah, I would say so. Like, just like treating women as an equal and like, you know, um, I think, yeah, like treat them as you would a man. So like, you know, offer them the same opportunities that you would your man friend. Like, don't flirt Mm -hmm. with them if you wouldn't flirt with like your man coworker. Like, you know, don't say things or give them tasks that may be labeled as like a male or female task um yeah no I would totally agree just I think that's a good start it's like and they should just know that like everyone's equal and you know we all have different things to offer and we all have different walks of life but I think being open to like what somebody has to offer rather than just writing them off for something that they don't have any control over yeah
1: definitely.
0: but yeah that's kind of what I think would, would be helpful <laughs> it would
1: be a good start be a good start (laughs) it's kind of sad that we have to say that
0: (laughs) yeah and like like a human literally and it's like I when I've had these conversations with like or or when I've had men so I like had this captain who was last summer who was like super pro women's issues like honestly he probably Mm -hmm. knew more about women's issues than I did like he was well informed (laughs) and like that made a huge difference and like he, like, I, I'm, i you know, I remember having, like, a conversation being, like, thanks for this. And, like, he's, like, this is just, like, basic. Like, you shouldn't have to thank me. This is just, like, normal human things. And I'm, like, like, he was totally right. But, like, I definitely, like, having a, like, with that captain in particular, like, having a captain who had expressed that he was aware of women's issues and, like, that he knew about them and was open to it just made me feel way more at ease being around him. Yeah. And, I like... Agree he expected the same thing of me as he did from everyone else. And like, there was like no discrepancy there. So, you know, I think having that conversation of, of, of like, you know, or telling people like, Hey, like just saying, I recognize that like, it's not the same, I think can definitely take a load off for some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I don't know if it's like, I think it's in some ways it's a little bit better out here on the West coast. Cause like, you, you know, people are a bit more liberal Um, but I definitely notice, like, um, like, more inappropriate conversations or, like, inappropriate boundaries. Because I feel like out here on the West Coast, people value, like, looks a lot. And I think that that's something that's, like, considered important. Maybe I'm wrong, but just, like, compared to the East Coast. But I kind of feel like, you know, um, out here it is a little bit better, like, in, in that sense, other than, like, the flirting (laughs) that happens.
1: Yeah, see... I haven't really had too much trouble with sexual harassment honestly in my well when it comes to work mm. like i in other aspects yes but mm. like in my like marine bio journey luckily sexual harassment hasn't really been an issue there's definitely been times where i was made to feel really stupid and like they basically insinuated that i don't know anything because strictly like my gender that there's been a few times where things like that have happened But the sexual harassment for me, and I'm so thankful, Mm -hmm. has not been too much of an issue. But I know that it can be a really major issue for many, many women. Especially because when you're, first of all, when you're out at sea, there's not a lot of places you can escape from. Although, there was one instance that was really bizarre and Mm -hmm. kind of alarming. Um, I worked with a captain and I had to do something on his phone whether it be some reservation or something like mm-hmm. that He hands me his phone and when I opened his phone the last YouTube video that he had watched came up mm-hmm. and it was like how to be dominant over women
0: oh what yeah
1: and I was like what in the world And then another colleague of mine was like yeah I've kind of seen the same thing and like
0: whoa that is weird like oh jeez. it's
1: kind of weird especially when i was like oh wait i was on the boat with you and you were like looking up youtube videos to, how to dominate
0: women that's like really uncomfortable <laughs> yeah that's so uncomfortable and like it's you're not even doing anything like you're not doing anything that would like that's, like, hey, please dominate me, whatever the hell that means, like, I don't even know what it means, because, like, like, that could be, like, you know, in a, like, within, like, the kink realm of things, or that could be, like, a social thing of, like, how do mm -hmm. I maintain some sort of status, um, yeah, that's, like, really uncomfortable, and not something you should be looking up at work, and no, (laughs) that's just a hard no (laughs) on that one, um, did you end up saying anything, or did you just kind of, like, let that one go?
1: I just kind of, I wouldn't say let it go. I just held on to it on the inside. No, I didn't say anything.
0: And then I'm sure you were just, like, super vigilant when you were on the boat and just, like, very aware of your surroundings. Totally.
1: And I had so many other issues with that captain to the point where, like, he would be so snarky. And about everything that I said on the microphone, like, everything that I was saying to the passengers, this is one of those instances where... He made me doubt my, um, my knowledge and yes. my, the, all, everything that I've studied so hard, it just really made me like think that maybe, oh my God, I don't know anything. Yeah. But no, like, no, that is one person's opinion because they're on a power trip and they try to make you feel small because they know that you are successful and maybe it's threatening. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, And I've had them be so snarky that it, I was, I had tears in my eyes and I had to just jump back on the microphone and pretend like nothing was wrong.
0: And that's not okay. No, that's definitely not okay. You know, and I think that you're, you're right. And I think that's one of the ways that I, that women may be able to cope and process these things is like you said that like, it could be a weird like power trip and I'm like an... And every company is different, but in my experiences, like the captains don't have a degree and like, you know, not to say that people can't learn things if they don't have a degree, but like you, like from my knowledge, have spent several years studying this, like and been in this field for a long time. So like, you know what you're talking about and Mm -hmm. you know, that captain probably didn't know what they were talking about. I'm guessing. I mean, did they have a degree? No,
1: not this, but not in, you know, like, of course the degree isn't really the deciding factor, but but, no, they weren't even a marine scientist. They weren't in, really in the field Yeah. At
0: all. So, then, yeah. So, it was yeah. just, like, not fair. It's not fair. And, like, you're right. It probably is a power trip. And, like, you know, I think that's one of the things that it boils down to is, like, it's just, like, a deep-rooted insecurity, and it boils down to ego. And, like, the episode that came out before this one, or that will come out before this one, we talk about ego, Gloria Pancrazzi, and I, and, like, we... Talk about the how it impacts this field and how that's actually not helpful. Because when people are distracted with um, almost crying over a microphone because that somebody's like talking down to them, that you can't focus on inspiring people. You can't focus on showing people, like, hey, look how awesome this whale is. Like, this is what this whale goes through. This is what this whale's life is like. You can help this whale. Like, look how similar you are to this whale. And then, like, inspiring people to care or like you know to be involved in the environment and that is so important that's what it's about at the end of the day so like ultimately when we let these human problems of like racism sexism homophobia get in the way we don't we're not meeting our goal you know yeah yeah so and yeah
1: i mean i had a a similar situation similar but very different um where it really like knocked me down a mm-hmm. couple pegs because it was basically a man using saying a lot of it. I, I don't really want to go into depth too much because I'm still linked in this situation. Like it's not that long ago that all this happened. For sure. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, I was just made to feel so worthless and so, uh, just like what I, what I do doesn't matter. And, um, it was really an awful, awful, awful situation. There was a lot that had happened, and I don't know. I, I know it's super vague, vague, but, like, it's, yeah, this, this does happen, and it really sucks, and it would be really nice if, like, I don't know, to live in a world where men don't use, like, intimidation tactics, and they don't make you feel like you don't know what you're talking about Yeah, when you do.
0: Yeah I would totally agree and like I that makes me really sad to you know hear you say it made you feel like you were worthless and like you're very brave to admit that because like I struggle with vulnerability and that's how those experiences made me feel. When that Mm. guy told me the only reason that I got that job is because my boss wanted to sleep with me I was like wow so my only value in this world is like sexual and like it just made me feel terrible and like to hear you say that it makes me feel sad too because like I see your value and your worth and I've met you twice over the internet and like (laughs) I can just like but like I don't know like I see your bubbly energy and like I see you out there going and trying to make a difference for the ocean and for the whales and like caring about all these different species and like obviously you're very knowledgeable like I've even followed your whale watches like TikToks and I've learned things, like, from, I'm like, oh, I'm stealing that, like, I'm gonna use oh, that God. fact on my boat, like, and yes. so, like, because, you know, there's so much different information out there, and it's just, like, such a bummer to, like, have someone, like, you just definitely have, like, this light aura to, like, have somebody try to dim that, like, that is so stupid, and, like, so yeah, lame. And, and that's the
1: thing, is, like, and I appreciate that, and it's really sweet of you to say, and it's, like, I do know that about myself, too, like, I've mm. come to know that, like, this is my life purpose. And I, yes. when I talk about it, because this is what I truly care about. And so when somebody makes me feel less than, and like what I do and what I really care about, and what I'm good at doesn't matter. And basically a uh, whole so bunch of other stuff, but like, yeah, it, it really made me feel like, whoa, like maybe I'm not all I think I am like you know maybe I'm
0: not as cool as I think I am (laughs) which is garbage because you're definitely really cool and I could tell that and like the two two times that I've met you but like (laughs) we can't do that to people like you, you know we need more people that are confident and believe in themselves and know their worth and like uh, you know this is your purpose in life, and you need to pursue that and like not be torn down and like men aren't torn down in the same way and I guarantee you yeah. if you if you made that comment to whoever made that comment to you that they wouldn't be able to handle it like totally but like yeah. we're supposed to handle it, and we're supposed to be polite and quiet like
1: yeah because no. somehow
0: the feelings of calling someone out is takes precedence over the person that's actually hurting other people
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but, but it did take me a little bit of time after that whole situation, but I did realize that, like, that is one person's opinion, mm-hmm. and they're wrong, so. Yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the facts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, I like, that's, like, one of the, I think, one of the cool things about, like, people who... Have had to struggle or had different things is like you do like it sucks to have to go through that experience but you do learn your worth and you're like that's mm-hmm. like and you become you get to a point where you become strong and it's like yeah you may stumble a little bit but like you don't shake you don't fall like you know maybe you did cry over the mic one day but like eventually you get to a spot where like in a way you get used to it but you're like this is garbage like this is not true and like yeah. it's not and like you can move forward It's unfortunate that, you know, people have to kind of build this sort of resilience, but it's where we're at right now. So it's like, you know, I urge any women that are listening to this to, like, continue to not listen when men try to tell you that you're not good enough or try to take opportunities away and just, like, keep pushing, like, because we'll get there. Like Exactly. And you got there, you know? Yeah.
1: And it's easier said than done. Um, (laughs) But honestly, like, I guess just don't. Pay attention. Like, yep, it's just not the truth. And just know your value, know your worth. Like you are worth it. You are amazing. Everybody listening right now. Yes, <laughs> literally.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just don't listen. And if you can remove yourself from those people or those situations, mm-hmm. do it. And like I, I understand that sometimes you can't because you're in an internship or you're in school or it's a group project or whatever that situation is. But like you know, it it does help to, like you said, find places that are, like, run by women and that have those same mm-hmm. values. And, like, you know, um, the article that Lisa Balance wrote, um, she was talking about how, like, even some of the best names are not necessarily the best mentors. Like, you need to have mentors that have values, like, in inclusivity, essentially, you know, of, mm-hmm. like, making sure that they're not discriminating against people. And so, mm-hmm. like, try to find those spaces. Because it definitely is way harder to like, obviously we want to bounce it off, but, like, humans are humans at the end of the day, and, like, that's just how our brains function, like, it's every human, like, they're going to have some emotional response to something, but if you can find a place where, like, you're cherished rather than, you know, Mm -hmm. not, you'll flourish.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and when you said, too, that um, sometimes the whole energy, like, energy of the job is different when there's somebody who either acknowledges that it is challenging to be a woman in the field or mm-hmm. just run by a woman. My dream, like what I want to do, I want to well, first of all, I want my I want to own my own whale watch company So yeah, like that's that's the dream. But my next step, like hopefully this year or early next year, is I want my captain's license because I want literally like the reason behind it, not only do I love, you know, being on the ocean, but I want every single little girl who comes onto a whale watch to see me driving that big boat. That's and I want right. Them to be like, whoa, I can do that too. That's what I want. Like, yeah. I just want to show that little girls, like, you can do anything. Yep. Like, you can drive this huge boat. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it definitely makes a difference for sure. Like, seeing yourself in those situations. The first, um, captain, like, female captain that I ever went out with, I went out with Monterey Bay Whale Watch, and Liz Mm -hmm. was the captain, and, like, and then, like, the, um, there were two naturalists, like, basically, there was, like, four people working, and, like, most of them were women, but I had never seen, like, a female captain, and I was, like, (gasps) like i was like fangirling a little bit i was like oh look at her look at her and this boat is large look at her go like it's yes. inspiring like i
1: feel the same way yeah um every like we have you know what's actually crazy this mm-hmm. is another thing just about women in the industry the company that i work for didn't have women working on boats until like 3 years ago what this, this company has been around for over like, 20-something maybe even 40 years, like, a long time. They didn't have women working on the boats until three years ago, or four, but, like, way too recently for that to be okay.
0: Was it, like, intentional or maybe, like, subconscious?
1: Oh, I, I, it had to have been something. I mean, if that doesn't just happen. Like, no. I've been working on boats for, like, five, five years in different places, so, like, why did it take you this long to have any woman working Jeepers.
0: on a boat.
1: and now we have one female captain and um soon too.
0: <laughs> that's amazing i love no, that yeah. yeah that definitely makes a difference i'm currently the only woman at my company
1: i was in your shoes uh <laughs> and the same company actually oh yeah it was it was an interesting experience yeah I don't know
0: how you feel about it. Um. I mean, like, so, obviously, like, the company that I work for is, like, fairly small. And, like, so it's, like, you interact with the captain and that's it. And... Yeah. Um, it it definitely is a different environment working with all men. Um, yeah, I'll just say that much. Like, it's not, like... Yeah. It's... But it's also just a different experience working with a small company. And, like, I haven't yeah. necessarily had any... Experiences that would be like considered sexist or anything like that, it just but like it just is different working with men, men just say things differently, they do things differently, their brains work different like you know, um, one of my majors was psychology and, like, I remember my professor Jeff Howard, whenever, like, we would talk about, like, the difference between men and women's brains, he's like, men's brains are like waffles, everything's compartmentalized, and women's brains are like spaghetti, everything's interconnected, and so just, like, I can really see that now, <laughs> like, for sure, just, like, men just have a different way of doing things, and, like, that's the beautiful things about humans is there's so many different kinds of humans that have so many different ways of doing things, um, but, yeah. Which is why we need more instead of all the same waffle brains. We need waffle and spaghetti brains. <laughs> totally.
1: We need more spaghetti up in
0: here. That's right.
1: Oh, I love that. That's a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, of course, like, you're right about, like, not bashing men. Because I'm definitely not bashing men. Like, mm-hmm. I love men, but I don't love sexist men. <laughs> this is <laughs> but, true. But not all men are. And there are some good apples in there. I hate when people stereotype about things that all women do. And it's yeah. Like, I know some amazing men, too, who wouldn't dream about telling me I'm worthless. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Literally not. Like, and I think of, like, that the captain that was, like, really big on, like, women's issues. And he was big on a, a lot of minority issues. But, like, you know, I think that if, like, if he even knew that, like, some other guy had told me that, like, I was worthless or not enough. Like, he would, like, he would probably tell me to check myself and be like, no, no, no. Like, you need to know. you're You're here for a reason. And it's, like... It definitely makes a difference, like, having people like that around. And you're right, it is not all men. And, like, it's men like that captain that I had. And, like, there have been other men in the field that have been, like, really supportive as well. And, like, you know, like, I... Obviously, like, getting into this field is hard. Like, every kid wants to be a marine biologist, especially with, like, dolphins and whales. Like, of course, who wouldn't want to be? And I feel like oftentimes we're told that we're not. And, like, the, like my professor who did the dolphin stuff, his name is Peter Samard, or he was one of the two professors. Um, but he like sat me down and cause I had applied to this internship and I like didn't get the role that I wanted, but I got a different role. He's like, There is nothing wrong with your application. This just, this person was just a better fit for this. Like if you want to get there, you're going to get there. Like just keep pushing. He's like, you have the potential, you have this, you have that. And it's like, like that, you know, that sort of thing can carry with you just as much as like the negative experience. And it's, you know, we benefit way more from having people that believe in themselves and that are going to go out and do the work, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it definitely, yeah, we, we just need more men that are like that. And those yeah. are the men that you should be looking to, not the men that are feeling the need to tear women down. But I think it's also important to kind of have compassion for people that feel the need to tear others down. Because obviously there's something in your heart that's, I don't want to say, like, broken, because, like, nobody's, like, broken, everybody's, I don't know, people are just messy, humans are messy, but, like, there's something in you that's unresolved, that hurts. That's, That's projecting. Yeah, that's projecting, and I think that's another thing to note, too, like, you know, when people do have these experiences, like, know that it is not personal, know that it is your worth, but also, like, you know, you like, Brene Brown, she's, like, a psychologist that studies vulnerability and all this other stuff, and she basically is, like, um, she's like, don't take bullshit, but have compassion and like walk that line. And like, that's what we need to do in this situation is yeah, like, okay, understand. like, I'm not going to listen to you. Like, I mean, obviously like you have to assess, is it safe to say something or not? Or like, how do we proceed here? But like, don't take bull. but you also have to be nice about it. Like you, like, you can't like flip out on people and be like, you yeah, know, you're, you're, you just suck. You're just a horrible man. Like that, that yeah. doesn't work either. Yeah. So
1: yeah, and sometimes just um, politely letting them know that what you just said, like, doesn't necessarily sit right, like, yes. this is so stupid, and this just this does not have to do with work or anything like that, but it just, it just reminds me of, it's just a way to kind of put a man in his place <laughs> without, yeah. like, really being rude or anything, like, uh, I drive a big truck right now, and I, when my roommate moved in, he saw me get out of the truck, and he was like, oh, whoa, I thought that was my other male roommate's. And I was like, I just looked at him and I was like, "What
0: would? Why would you ever think that? Uh, <laughs> why would nice. you ever think that like oh. this would be my mailroom mate?" Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll it, there you go. <laughs> I feel like sometimes um, like humor can make a difference too. I had a boat captain yeah. once. I like showed up um, on a day off and was um, dropping something off, and he was like, "Why don't you dress like that all the time?" And like. I was just, like, in normal clothes, like, as opposed to boat clothes. I was like, because it's cold. And then he was like, I'd be a lot happier if you did. And, like, (gasps) yeah. And I, like, thought about, like, I was like, you know, because my other male coworker was there. And I was like, I should have just been like, well, why don't you, like, you know, I think my male coworker would look better dressed like this you know like some sort of witty thing sometimes like you can roll it off that way or like because I feel like when you say like oh why would you ever think that or like come up with some witty response then they have to like question they're like oh okay maybe that is kind of dumb you know yeah
1: totally you have to make them realize that like they just said something that isn't really right yeah but that comment about you wearing that outfit, that is not
0: cool. Yep. And I think that they were joking, but also I'm like, I'm well, uncomfortable with that.
1: Of course they were joking. They think it's a joke, mm-hmm. but
0: it's not a joke. Like, that's
1: harassment.
0: It is. And like, like I've blatantly faced like sexual harassment in this field. Like I had, oh my God, I had a boss that like literally like slapped my butt at a company barbecue in front of other coworkers. And I was like, this is messy and like I ended up staying in that job and like I did end up confronting him about that situation I was like this doesn't happen and it didn't happen again but I was like cool because but that's the thing that was like when those little things happen when like because that I've had experiences like I did with the company where like my boss physically put his hands on me when somebody makes a comment or a joke like that my brain is like is this going to lead to that so then you become hyper vigilant and you're like is this what's gonna happen um and welcome to being a woman. And welcome like, to being a woman. Hello. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's great to be here. <laughs> it's great to be here. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, always being hyper vigilant. And I think, like you said, too, is, like, when you tell people that, like, hey, that made me uncomfortable, having people that listen. Because, like, I definitely remember, like... Talking to a coworker and being like, hey, like that seems kind of sexist. Like, that's like, I feel like that comment is inappropriate towards women, or I feel like your behavior is inappropriate towards women right now. And the response that I got on several occasions, because I think I tried to talk to this coworker like three times, just like little things, like, and they were, he was like, oh, my mom raised me better than that. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, clearly she did not Like, clearly she did not. She tried, but <laughs> she you tri- didn't absorb it. <laughs> you didn't absorb it. Like, but that's the thing is like, like, we're not, like, whenever I'm calling someone out, I'm not trying to be like, hey, you suck. Like, that's not the goal. I'm just like, hey, this is, um like, problematic. Like, your behavior is negatively impacting others or myself. So, like, just check it and like i have like everybody has behaviors and makes comments that negatively impact other people that's part of being a human and like we're here to help each other out and like you know i know that i've made mistakes in conversations in regard to like race and sexuality and even gender issues and like we just have to be patient with each other in those conversations but it's a matter of like listening to those who are affected but also like having people like they, they need to do it nicely. And then the people who are being problematic need to not take it, take offense to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But which is the hard thing.
0: Yeah. Nobody wants to
1: admit they're wrong. <laughs> no,
0: but the, like, you just got to do it. Like you're a better person yeah. for it. And that's the thing though, is I think if we normalize being wrong, yeah, it becomes okay. Like, I mean, I not like it, not that it's okay to like do terrible and like bad things all the time, but like people make mistakes. That's just part of being a human. Yeah.
1: And just admitting your mistake.
0: Like, we all do, so yeah. we will make mistakes. Yeah, so... Yeah. But we're just learning and growing, and hopefully we can, like, have another conversation in, like, five years that's a little bit different than this one, you know, yeah, about women totally. stuff. And, like, I, I do think that a lot of progress has been made, like, in, even in the time that I've been in the field, like, in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen, like, progress, and I think we'll just, like, continue to get there. And, like, the world does mm-hmm. seem like a doom and gloom sometimes, but realistically we are in a better spot than the world has ever been in with women and, you know, people of color and, like, gay people and everything. Like, you know, it still is not good, but it's better, you know? Yeah,
1: it's getting there.
0: Um, Hopefully November. <laughs> Hopefully November. Go vote for the love of God. Please go vote. <laughs> go vote. <laughs> go vote. Um. Oh, yeah. Do you have any final thoughts or anything? Um
1: know not real not in particular I guess yeah
0: yeah I don't think so either I just like to to ask but yeah so I feel like that was I hope that was productive I hope that people can like learn from that and also like know that they're not alone in it either yeah um,
1: definitely I would love if like other women scientists <laughs> were mm-hmm. listening and just understood that like we feel you because we've all gone through this mm-hmm. and it's a reality in the industry that we work in that it is male-dominated and it is harder to Mm -hmm. be a woman in the industry. It's harder to get into the industry. It's harder to succeed because I mean, the statistics that you mentioned at the beginning kind of show it all. Right. Um, But yeah, we are here for you. We support you. We believe you. Um, If you ever need anything, if you'd ever need an ear to listen to your story about your captain that made you feel dumb, Mm. like we're here for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: yeah and absolutely that yeah like
1: positive change is on its way
0: yeah i think so and like you know just continue to like radiate that light and like yeah don't let people dim it like and if it gets dimmed for a little bit don't beat yourself up just relight mm-hmm. that fire and keep going um yeah. But I mean, we're all in this together. And like, I, that's, you know, that's the one great thing that I do love about being a woman, especially in this field, is there is like, it does kind of feel like a sisterhood in the sense of like, people, they just get it, like, they just know, because they've been through it and everything. And so yeah. we're here to listen. We're here to give advice. We're here if you need resources. So reach out to either of us. Um, You can reach out through the breaching extinction, social media, or Ocean lovers podcast social media yeah. definitely check them out too because they've got lots of amazing topics like you guys talk about everything like <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, love it been
1: doing a lot of deeper like deep dives on different species depending on what's going on in
0: the world <laughs> I love it um w- do you have any like cool episodes coming up that we should be looking out for
1: well yes yeah, so tomorrow um we're recording an episode on it's a little different than anything that we've done, but we wanted to start like pretty like going into depth on a particular, um, like documentary or mm-hmm. episode or something that focuses on like ocean issues. And then like talking about the documentary or whatever. Oh, that we I like watch. it. Yeah. So we're doing that tomorrow. And when we get off the call, I'm about to go watch it and take some notes and amazing <laughs> to check out the podcast. And <laughs>
0: awesome. Well, that should be fun. You guys check it out. Um, But thanks for joining us this week and we'll see you guys next week.